Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Hey girl, hello and welcome back. I hope you are doing fabulous. I don't know about you, but I used to be a little bit, just a little bit overwhelmed when it came down to choosing the right menstrual product because, I mean, let's be real. It comes down to what you're wearing, where you're going. I mean, all those things matter. And from tampons to pads, now we have period panties and cups. There's just so many on the market which is kind of overwhelming. And it's like some are more, you know, trendier or fancier than others. And now we're seeing brands prioritize sustainability and what's going to have a more positive effect on health. And I know this is something that's also being researched more and more as far as, you know, what products to use and the impact it may have um, on hormones and reproductive health. So this is definitely a conversation worth having. And today's episode, I have a special guest, April Davis, who will break down everything you need to know about all the different types of menstrual products, the pros and cons when it comes to convenience, comfortability, and more to help you select the right one for you. And you may already have your go-to, which is amazing. But if you're more curious to know what else is out there or you're wanting to switch it up, you are going to love today's episode even more. Today's special guest is April Davis. She is the creator of the Vagina Blog and the Vagina Blog podcast. Her passion and drive has created an entire community around female body health as she empowers women and vagina owners to love themselves fully while focusing on bringing light to taboo topics that we just don't talk about enough like sex, periods, along with self-love and positivity. All right, ladies, grab a glass of something, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hey, April, welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast. I'm so happy you're here. You guys, she came here with a bang. I wish you could see her because she has this shirt on right now that says big uterus energy and I might be a little obsessed with it because my <laughs> my brand on the Flourish Heights podcast our logo has like the uterus with flowers on it and so your shirt right now I have to know where you got that shirt from where did you it's get it from shop oh okay um hello April you need to send me that shirt Oh my goodness. This is insane. Y'all. Okay. Well, I have April Davis. I have April Davis here. She is the creator of the vagina blog. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell, you know, tell the listeners who you are and what you're all about. So I'm April Davis. I own the vagina blog and I really, I care a lot about vaginas. My, my mission really is to educate, entertain, inform, and empower uh, menstruators and vagina havers across the world, really. It, just like that, y'all. That's, that's really what she does. And she does it so well. I was telling her, I'm like praising you for just all the work that you're doing because I know it's not easy. And she's, she's usually on the other side, like 
interviewing people and doing all the things. So I was like, how do you feel like being interviewed today? <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> let's jump right in because we have a lot to talk about. Finding the right period product for you. There's tons out there. So, you know, having your period, it really shouldn't interfere with your everyday life, but we know that it, it does for a lot of women and a lot of menstruators out there. Um, and so, you know, while doing this work, I, I just realized it's, it's just a lot. And so, um, of course, we're educating and, you know, a lot of women deal with, you know, heavy, painful periods that do affect their day to day. But I feel like when it comes to the products that you're actually using, we should be feeling comfortable, confident and not ashamed while on our periods. But of course, it's the total opposite. <laughs> and there are a range of products out there um, to kind of help you keep, I guess, keep you feeling comfortable and dry. And, you know, which one you choose really is entirely up to you. But there's so many kinds out there on the market from your pads to your menstrual cups. And now the period panties, which I'm, I'm a fan, I'm gonna talk about that later. Okay. Um, mm -hmm, and it's, mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. which it's like, which one is the best to use? It almost feels like some are more trendier nowadays, especially the cups, which we're going to be talking mm -hmm. about. Um, but listeners, like there are so there are several factors to consider, um, which can help you narrow your choice. Um, I mean, just from what I know, just like your activity, like how active you are, the cost, the convenience, um, the impact on the environment, which is extremely important to a lot of people, including myself. But today, April, I have some questions for you that I um, received from our audience around period products. And since you are the vagina guru, I should say, um, <laughs> you are going to be walking us through some ways people can select the right period product for them. So first thing is first, um, while we are kind of warming up to the topic around periods, what are some period myths you absolutely hate? Because I have mine, but I want to hear yours first. Um, I think Oh, there's so many. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like I saw that question and I was like, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I think the myth that periods have to be like horrible or yeah. hard or that cramps are always going to be part of it. I mean, for some people they will be, but for a lot of people, there's a lot of options out there to kind of help with cramps, to help with bloating, to help with pain in general, you know? So right. I think that that's a myth. Uh, periods just being like gross or awful or, you know, yeah, I feel like for me, that is almost a myth. Like once you kind of like get over the fact that you're like, this is my own bodily fluid from my yeah. own body that I own, yeah. that I deal with all the other fluids from without like any big problem. I think once you like get over that, it, it seems more like a myth that periods are like this, like dirty, gross, terrible thing that like, I can't see or touch or have anything to do with, you know, we really like yeah. to try and distance ourselves and suppress this stuff. And there's no reason to. It's, it's insane. I mean, like if we can stop thinking that periods are gross or shameful or dirty, then maybe it wouldn't be a humanitarian crisis, <laughs> but like mm -hmm. there's exactly. a lot, there's a lot of shame, you know, there's a lot of yeah. shame in society. It's kind of ingrained in our behavior now, which I mean, that's why you do the work that I, that you do. That's why I do the work that I do. We're just trying to, you know, not make it so much of a taboo, but I mean, there's a long way to go, but yeah, I mean, I totally yep. agree with you. I mean, some of the other myths that I hate, um, are that, you know, like we shouldn't have to feel like we need to whisper about 
needing a tampon or a pad or a menstrual, like a period product. Right. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. And like Absolutely. when you go to the store, I mean this, I mean, right now I'm like free. Like if I'm in the aisle where the, the period products are, I'm grabbing whatever. I don't care who's watching me, whatever it's, it's normal. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, like it's just not the case for everyone. I'm, I know some of y'all listening probably still, really anxious to kind of be in the aisle where you're grabbing your tampons or whatever you're grabbing. And it's like, you're looking around to see who's watching you. It's just like, so annoying. Why do we have to worry about that? But you know, periods aren't anything out of the ordinary and neither is talking about them. Exactly. I think that's probably something that's really the most important to me, really. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we really, we're doing our part to change this cycle and helping ditch the stigma, ditch the stigma. And another one I absolutely hate is that it's okay to dismiss our feelings while Mm -hmm. like when we're on our period. Um, I mean, this is a time where there's like a real like physiological change happening in our bodies. I mean, our, our mood, our, you know, our, our mood changes that are happening are Mm -hmm. caused by all these hormones that are fluctuating. And, um, it may happen on a more regular basis for some, but it doesn't invalidate our feelings. Like your feelings are still valid. You can still, you know, you can't help but cry real tears when you ordered Bria tacos from Uber eats and then they forget the (laughs) dipping sauce. That was me like a couple of days ago. This sounds personal. It's real personal. Y'all, have you guys tried? It's so just not related to this, but the Berea tacos, I don't know if I say it right, but they're just so Mm. amazing. And the dip. But anyway, I ordered from the other day from Uber Eats and y'all, they forgot that dipping sauce. I'm like, and she's still upset about it. Y'all, I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> y'all, it, it was, it was a real deal, but it's all, it's okay. Just, just pray for me y'all. But anyway, everyone's mm-hmm. situation is different. And I love that our menstrual cycle is our fifth vital sign. And it tells us a lot about our health. So April, it can be really hard to navigate like the, the menstrual product market, right? I, I'll call it because there's just so many trendy ones nowadays, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. or like some might be, some listeners may be really hesitant to try it or just, you know, maybe they want to know more about it. So um, I have a, I've seen this a lot. I've had some questions about this. Um, we've had experts come on to um, our, our Flourish Heights community platform to talk about this more. But, you know, there's a lot of concern around, or there's a lot of concern from women around the pro, or the chemicals that are found in most conventional period products. Um, what are your yeah. thoughts on this? I think it's a legitimate concern. So I, the thing that's tricky is your vagina is made up of mucous membrane which is pretty much the most absorbent tissue right on the body so whatever you're putting in your vagina is being very quickly absorbed into your body Mm. and the thing that's tricky is tampons by nature are not good for your your vagina um i think we really want to go like oh toxic shock toxic shock is rare that's it happens and it's absolutely a risk and I don't love that either but tampons are bad for a whole long list of reasons Mm. so I I love um I was on TikTok and there was I don't remember what her title was but she was showing the fibrous material being absorbed into the vagina that had disintegrated off the tampons wow um the other problem too is I have a lot of people like okay but I use organic isn't that better 
The only difference between an organic tampon and an inorganic one is that the organic one had to use organic pesticides on it. So organic doesn't mean that they didn't use pesticides. It means that they used organic ones. Those still aren't good for your vagina. And cotton is one of our most heavily, like, chemically treated crops. So anything that you're putting in there that's cotton, A, you're going to be losing fibers. It's going to disintegrate in your vagina. B, the dryness of tampons, regardless of what they're made out of, causes micro tearing in the vagina, on the walls of the vagina. That micro tearing is what puts you at risk for toxic shock and also allows whatever's on and in the tampon to absorb into your bloodstream faster because it's now created cuts and holes to absorb into, right? So you have this heavily, like very absorbent bodily tissue that's now being cut up microscopically, which is now able to absorb even more. You now have old endometrial lining, period blood, being absorbed back into your bloodstream because of this. You wonder why you cramp during your period. It's tampon use. Like, I can't tell you how many people have been like, I didn't know. I didn't know if I stopped using tampons, I wouldn't have cramps anymore. Wow. I'm like, yeah, you're putting something in there that's going to make your vagina very angry. (laughs) You also are losing all of your natural moisture because when you are bleeding, when you are menstruating, you're losing mucus, you're losing, but you also any of that nice moisture along the walls of your vagina gone, it's being sucked dry by the tampon. What's even more awful about them is they are essentially a plug. I know we say that they're absorbent and other stuff, but you're plugging a hole that is trying to, you know, get rid of all of this lining and fluid. So when you do that, I, I've actually talked to fertility doctors who have their patients stop using tampons because it can track that old intermutual lining in your cervix. And then you don't lose that until next period. So it rots. So it, that can cause fertility issues. So it's, it's like toxic shock, scary. Yes, but it's rare. All these other things, not rare, normal with tampon use. And so I'm not a fan of tampons. Oh, my. <laughs> She's not a fan. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of women use uh, tampons. And I will also say, I mean, so many things can factor into the severity of your period cramps. I mean, we can't forget conditions like endometriosis and fibroids and others. Um, wow, thanks for sharing that. Um, and I, I would tell everybody, go verify everything I'm, I've said. What's even crazier? Menstrual cups have been around longer than tampons. You know, it's so funny because I heard that more so in the past like three years. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's been really buzzy, especially in the past like year. Definitely. Yeah. That's insane. So we'll get back to kind of breaking down each of the menstrual products that are out there. But um, I guess first, let us know what are some few things to, or I guess what are a few things to consider when looking for the right period product? So I actually had to send it to you for like your show notes, but I have what's called the flow chart, which is really nice because it breaks it up like with questions uh, that you can answer that will kind of help you point, point you in the right direction as to like what products you maybe would want to use. I split it up between internal and external. I think that's the biggest question that you have to answer. Do I want to be wearing something internally or do I want, am I cool with like wearing something externally? And you know, what does that look like? If you want internal I tend to push people in the direction of menstrual discs and menstrual cups. If you want something external, I'm a huge fan of period underwear or even free bleeding. I have been so surprised 
at, the more I talk to people, and I love this because now I'm at the point where people walk to, up to me and go, okay, this is going to be TMI. And I'm like, it's not though. It's really, really <laughs> not. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people have secretly disclosed to me that they love just like putting down a towel at night and free bleeding at night. Oh. And I'm like, we all think we came up with this, but really like people Been going do on. that. <laughs> and that is not like some like, like you're allowed to do that (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so there's even some people like I feel like free bleeding has made a huge comeback because typically free bleeding is going to shorten up your period it's going to minimize cramping like it's it's the reason I love wearing period underwear that's almost exclusively what I wear anymore unless I need to wear something internal because it's fantastic you're not putting anything in the vagina you're not you're allowing your, your body to just get rid of this endometrial lining like you're not plugging anything you're not messing with anything it's amazing I love it so internal versus just external those are the questions you kind of need to ask and where do you what's after that what's like kind of like the next step so I go internal versus external and then it's like do you like tampons and why why do you like tampons or uh I think I asked like how much do you hate waste as well too because like cups there's a reason all cups are reusable there are reusable discs, but there's also disposable discs. Mm -hmm. And so if it being disposable is a high priority for you, you may want to do a disc instead of a cup. Got it. You know, and then, you know, over on the external side, it's like, well, do you like pads? Have you thought about reusable pads? Why do you like pads? And you know, if, if, if it's that like, I already love my underwear that fit really well, maybe reusable pads are going to be a better option for you instead of investing in period underwear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's kind of get into more of like the, the pros and cons of each specific product is, and we're going to talk about the pros and cons. So there's quite a few, let's start with pads. Um, what are like the pros of wearing pads and what are the cons? Um, like, are you talking about like traditional maxi pads or do you want to talk about like, Oh, we'll, we'll go to reusable. We're going to talk about like the, the traditional pads. Um, traditional pads, uh, a pro would be that you are bleeding out, like you're not plugging any holes or anything. So there's like the free bleeding bonus of it all. The downsides are that they don't biodegrade <laughs> and okay. you're still exposing that external vulva typically to a lot of chemicals, bleaches, you know, this type of stuff. Okay. And then like, they're not, they're, they're convenient. Would you say they're convenient for those who are? Oh, it definitely. I mean, that's the thing. There's definitely a convenience factor there for sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a minute since I used to pad. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. You're like, wait, what is that? What does that feel like? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so I know for some people, they also like it for kind of overnight if they're like a heavy bleeder. And so yeah. they, you know, have a heavier flow. They want like that kind of overnight protection. So they go for yeah. the pads and it's kind of easier to, to clean up um, compared yeah. to other products. So that's, that's a, that's a well, good one. And I highly recommend if you are a tampon user, I always recommend bleeding out at night. Like wear your tampon during the day, that's fine. But switch to a pad at night, at least just because that's so much better for your vagina. Yeah. Oh, there's a fun fact I want to share. I remember um, seeing this like 
couple years ago that Mary Beatrice Davidson Kenner, she's a black woman who created a belt. I don't know if you heard this for sanitary mm-hmm. napkins. Um, this was kind of like long before maxi pads were even a thing mm-hmm. at the time. And this was the time where women were still using these kind of like uncomfortable and unsanitary cloth pads and rags during their period. Is that kind of like what you're referring to? Like the towels is like coming back to this, like these modern times. Okay. Yeah. So like reusable pads are a really awesome option because like I going into it was like, I don't think this is something that I'm going to be interested in, yeah. but I'm the vagina box. So I should probably try them. Right. And someone had offered to send me a reusable pad. So I got it and I put it on like just on with some undies. And I was like, this is the softest, most like <laughs> puppy cloud. I-, I was so happy. And I still choose to use reusable pads. Like there's so many fun patterns and stuff out there. There's so oh. many different fabrics. The one that I have is like a super soft, almost minky type fabric. Mm-hmm. It feels so nice when my like vagina and vulva <laughs> all feel so like beat up and sad to just put on oh this my like, gosh. very velvety, soft, fluffy cloud. That and sounds so cozy. Also, oh, it's the best. Like, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't want to put on like tight leggings or something with it necessarily, but if I'm at home going to bed, oh it's dreamy. So I am a huge fan. And really people think that period underwear and reusable pads are going to be like such a hassle for cleaning. Let me point out initially, you're typically already maybe doing a little bit of extra cleaning and laundry when you menstruate either way, because things leak and other stuff happens. And when you start your period, if you weren't wearing something before, you know, so like this is already a reality that we're existing in. Right. All I do is rinse them in cold water after I'm done with them. And then I just throw them over my shower curtain. And then next time I do laundry, I just throw them in the laundry. And like my period underwear, I don't dry. And my pads, I don't dry. I just lay them out flat. But really, that's the only extra step in terms of like laundry or difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you, you made it seem like it's, it's pretty easy to, to use. Yeah. Would you say it's like on the pricier side? Well, you have to think if I buy a reusable pad and it's a well-made one, it'll probably last me three to five years. Right. Yeah. So sustainable. it's cheaper. Better for the environment. I mean, that's, it's better for the environment and it's actually going to save you money over time. And you can buy them with your HSA. Oh, that's really cool. So I, once you start to add all, especially like period underwear, people are like, oh my gosh, that's a big investment. I'm like, it's not though. You're already spending way more on your period than if you just buy the period panties. I mean, that's, what's crazy when you do the math. Cause like my first pair of things lasted me four years and I wore them menstruating and postpartum. Mm. So, I mean, that's once you do some of that math and how much you're spending on tampons or pads, it's cheaper. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a thinks fan too. I'm a thinks leader. I, I love, I love their products. I, I have the cheap, they are, they are the best. Um, mm-hmm. I use them sometimes it depends on the vibe. Um, mm-hmm. definitely when I'm not out and about, I don't do that. Yeah. Um, but I, I do love how cozy and like, like fashionable. They're super cute. Like I have one that's like a cheetah print. You know which one I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, the styles. Yeah. So I have that. Yes. Um, there's one that has like a see-through mesh and they're high-waisted. I just feel like so confident and it's super cozy. Um, yeah. yeah. Love things. One of my 
favorite period underwear um, brands out there. What are the pros and what are the cons? So you talked about a lot of the cons earlier, (laughs) but um, I kind of want to hear, you know, both sides, like the pros. What are the pros? Availability. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they can be comfortable and, and convenient for some people, especially like okay, if you're going like okay, on vacation. Well, the right mindset is they're comfortable. If you put it Shut in it right, dry <laughs> scratchy cotton thing up your vag while you're bleeding. Hey, <laughs> some people will say that. Like, that's very comfortable. <laughs> and if you're like going on vacation and you're like out in the pool, I mean, out of all the we're, we're still going through the period products, but like. Would, that's like the go-to, you know? Okay. No. <laughs> Enlighten me here. I For some people. I haven't touched in like 20 years. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's, what, it's what people are used to. Yes, it is. And it's the thing too, I mean, like I said, availability, um, uh, like the people think they're that's the normal thing to do we've normalized mm-hmm. it right so I think there's some of that but as far as like the actual product it's hard because anyone who says they're comfortable probably hasn't used anything else so that I like that I agree you know what I mean I agree because and so yeah a lot of people are getting used to like different kinds of period products all people know it's like the tampons and the pads and it's like oh I don't want to try anything else or they're a little hesitant or they're like eh, I don't know about that like a cup I don't know well, it's a lot easier to sign up to buy a $6 box of tampons than to buy true. a $30 cup. So like, I get the hesitation. So the other thing too, though, that I have to tell everyone when we were 13 and we wanted to go to the swim party and it meant figuring out how to use a tampon, we went in there and we figured out how to use a tampon because it was our only option. It was the only thing we had available to us so we could go swimming. So we all figured out tampons. And when they leaked, we didn't go, well, tampons don't work. I guess I wear pads now. We said, I'm going to switch brands or I'm going to try a different size or I'm going to try a different way of putting it in or I'm going to wear two at the same time or we troubleshoot it. So mm-hmm. the problem that I'm seeing with people is sometimes they'll invest in a cup or a disc. It doesn't work the first time or it's maybe a little uncomfortable or they don't get the right brand and they're like, oh, it's not for me. And I'm like, if you would have done that with tampons, you'd still be in maxi pads, my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I do know a lot of people that have not, they're just really not into tampons. I know that too, more so on the the pad side. Um, I do have a couple of um, friends that have just tried the the cup. So what are your thoughts on the cup? I mean, it seems like the one that you've been hyping here and there a little. Um, I've been seeing that trending literally. I'd hate to use trending because, you know, it, it really has been. If you're in this space, you see it, so many brands out there. Um, so what are like the the pros and cons of using the menstrual cup? Um, cups are awesome. I'm actually, if you want to know my favorite, I'm a disc user. So I okay. actually love discs the most. Okay. But if someone came to me and said, should I use a tampon or a cup? I use a cup. Spend your efforts learning how to use that instead of, you know, tampons. And so, so I, I'm obviously a big fan of alternative, but um, as far as cups go, they're a little trickier because there are so many different brands and there's so many different shapes and there's so many different sizes and okay. that can be really intimidating. And I'm so sympathetic to that. Um, I love sending people over to carry Nirvana or bloody buddy or put a cup in it. All three of those are fantastic resources. And all they do is cups. That's all they know more 
Like Kim Roses of Period Nirvana knows more about cups than anyone at all ever like she's incredible and so and she has a quiz that you can go take that will based on your answers will kind of point you in the direction of like a brand to go with so there's there's options out there for kind of helping guide you through this cup journey uh which is really really nice and so cups are a great option they're typically made out of medical grade silicone so in terms of damage to your vagina there's going to be much much less if at all uh, because they're smooth, they're silicone. You're not going to have any of that dry scratchy. There's none of the internal damage. You're not absorbing anything because it's silicone. Um, you're also still allowing your body to like flow into a cup instead of putting in a plug, which is really nice. Um, it's a great way to, to monitor how much your fluid you're losing. So for people who maybe are concerned that they have a heavier period, that would be a great way to actually measure and see what's going on. Um, they're great. So it's, I love them. Um, my if you have an IUD, you can totally use a cup, but you have to be extra careful. They do create suction and can suck an IUD right out of your uterus. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. That <laughs> sounds crazy. <laughs> so they do work with suction. Like, that is that is part of them. Um, but I've used a cup with an IUD before and never had an issue. So it's, it's completely possible not to. Um, and they do sit in the vagina. So they're still in the vaginal canal, which can still potentially cause some cramping, uh, a lot less than tampons because tampons all the time are causing that cramping due to damage. Cups are causing cramping just due to their presence there. Um, that's another reason I like discs, they sit higher up in the fornix. So they typically don't cause any cramping and they're a little easier to size because it's kind of a one size fits all deal. Easy to come out. Like when you insert it, it's easy to take out. Uh, both of them have their own tricks. So okay. it's one thing that people don't realize with cups. And I, I want to like yell this from the rooftops more. The stem <laughs> is not for removal. The stem is to help you locate it. You always want to squeeze the bottom of the cup first oh, okay. to break the section and then try to remove it. So that's a mistake people will make. They'll go up and grab the stem and yank on it. It won't come out because it's suctioned in. And then suddenly we have like a panic scenario of just like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that story a lot of times. And so you always want to reach up a little bit further at the base of the cup, pinch the cup, break the section, and then you should be able to remove it. Does it take some learning? 100%. Like it, it takes some getting used to and some learning. And with discs, especially, I always tell people change them in the shower the first couple of times. It's a really like cozy place to like squat. There's already water running. It doesn't feel as messy. Get good at it there. Then move to doing it like in the bathroom. And people get really concerned about like, what if I have to change my cup or my disc in a public restroom? What am I going to do? The first thing that I would say is that they both last 12 hours. Okay. And so most people are home in a 12 hour window. And if they're not, then there's always options for changing your cup in a public restroom. You can take baby wipes. You can take a bottle of water. You know, there's different things that you can do because really all you have to do is take it out dump it and then put it right back in and then just wipe your hands. And I've done this in a public bathroom with no resources and it, you know, no one was the wiser that this was a problem. So, or that this was happening, but. Well, yeah, it sounds like you, you need a lot of practice <laughs> and then it kind of gets easier as it goes. Um, it definitely does. I didn't, I mean, it's, I, my first cup that I bought, I popped it in and was like, okay, this was not that big of a deal. And then dumped it and put it back in like, Practice wise, I would say they're as tricky as getting used to tampons. Mm -hmm. 
So it's you gotta know your body. Exactly. Like ask like, okay, but for my kids, I should teach them tampons first. Right. I'm like, there's no, nowhere does it say you have to have used tampons as a prerequisite to using cups. Like a 12 year old can use a cup just as easily as anything else. Mm-hmm. So how long do they last? I know you reuse them and they're sustainable, but how long do they last? 10 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's cool. you, you start to like put together why it's like, so tampons are just like, not. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen, and you know what, in terms of cost, I mean, they range from like 35 to $50. I've seen them yeah. on the shelves just depends. So many, com- you know, brands out there, it's hard to navigate like which one, but I, thanks for sharing, you know, your favorite brands that that's going to be helpful yeah. for our listeners. All right. Well, we did that. We talked about period underwear before. It sounds like we are both (laughs) into period underwear, but for those who um, may just, I mean, they're hearing it for the first time. What, I guess, what is it? And like, how do they work? Um, Pros and cons share with us all about that. They're awesome. I'm wearing some right now. (laughs) (laughs) Got you at a good time. Oh yes. Um, period underwear is awesome. I, um, the biggest question I get is like, so you just, you just bleed, you just bleed right into them. Like, no, you just bleed into them. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what you do. Like it's, and people are like stressed about this. (laughs) Yeah. My first, my first pair that I got, I was like, okay, I'm going to go all the way with this. And so I put them on on my first day, heaviest day. And then I put like white leggings on over the top of them. Cause I was like, I'm having the hardest time believing that this is actually going to work and that these are not going to leak. Uh-huh. And I wore them for a full eight hours. Cause so I was like, oh, I wow. want to push this as far as I can and just see what happens. I did not leak and they were comfortable. And like, really, I like, I walked up to my husband and I was like, can you smell me? Do I stink to you? Does it smell <laughs> bad? Get near my bum. Do you, can you? And he was just like, no. And this is weird. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord. Shout out to the husbands out there. (laughs) Amen. You know, and the thing is the thing that's great about things specifically. So I've now tried a a number of brands. There's a couple of brands out there that panties are so comfy and they're nice. Things are different because of the silver lining in them. I definitely feel like it helps in terms of any sort of scent. There's none with things. And I think it's because of the silver lining. So Mm -hmm. people also ask like, how do you know when you need to change them? And I'm like, oh, it's as soon as you start to feel gushy, as soon as you start to feel wet, you've hit the limit and it's time to change your undies. And so for me, I can wear them six to eight hours on my heaviest days and then really eight to 12 on all the days after. Mm-hmm. So I like that they have different um, kind of like flow levels as you would with any like pad or tampon or whatever. They've kind of kind of created it. So it's super convenient to kind of pick your unique flow. Um, and yeah, you just kind of, it's easy to kind of wash and reuse and they're a great backup to tampons and pads. Um, if you are, are interested in that. So we talked about, you know, period underwear, menstrual cups, what else? Tampons, um, reusable pads, and just like your traditional pads. The one thing that we haven't talked about that I can't recommend either is sea sponges. I know people that swear by them and they love to use them. Sea sponges. Oh my. Okay. Oh yeah. So you can use them internally. It's an organic material. So people have this, like, this is better for you. But the reality is they're still really scratchy. 
still do some of that damage. And I don't, I don't know. They stress me out and they're not comfortable. I of course had to try one. Um, the bonus with the sea sponges, both sea sponges and discs, you can have intercourse while using them. Interesting. So people love this idea, but I'm not a fan. (laughs) Have y'all heard of sea sponges? Y'all need to email me or message us if you have sea sponges. It's It's my first time hearing that. Yeah. Well, you shared your favorite period. It sounds like, wait, what was your favorite? You like the discs. Yeah. I love, if I'm going to wear something internally, I love the discs. Flex discs so far are my favorite. They are disposable. I usually can wear one for my entire cycle though. Um, but most of the time I just wear period panties. Like I, I just love them. Yeah. And what would you say is the top priority for you when you're kind of, you know, selecting your period products? Comfort. Comfort. Yeah. Same. I would say like, it's definitely comfort. Um, and you know, the non, like just the type of products looking at the, the ingredients. Um, I take it a little far, (laughs) but you know, for someone, you know, for some, it may that be that you're looking for something more sustainable or, you know, a product that can accommodate your flow or your kind of lifestyle. There's a lot of things that go into it. So yeah. Well, it's, I love seeing people get into this for the environmental impact and then realize like, this is actually a way easier period. Like I, I signed up for a cup thinking I was saving the planet. Now I'm like, this is actually so much better for me. I'm so much, you know, and the, the bonus with cups or discs or period underwear too, is if you think you're going to start your period that day, you can put in a cup, you can put in a disc, you can wear period underwear and be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. So it really takes away some of the anxiety as well. It's it, it's safe to do that. Whereas like a tampon, that's a dangerous thing to do that could potentially dam- like do further damage and cause toxic shock. And you don't have that risk when you're using a cup or a disc or underwear. Um, and so it takes away some of that anxiety. I, I don't know. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things though is, is cost. And, and speaking of cost, um, the average woman spends nearly seven years of her life menstruating. And despite that period, poverty exists. We can't talk about, you know, periods and menstrual products without talking about period poverty. And if you, uh, it's your first time hearing that it is defined as just having a lack of access to sanitary products due to financial constraints. And in the United States, women struggle with having period products on hand due to lack of access and lack of income. And two prominent groups that do face period poverty are students and homeless women and girls. And the period tax, most of you have um, heard of that. It also contributes to period poverty as well. And I was super excited to hear earlier this year, New Zealand, you hear about that, they announced that they are um, offering free sanitary products to students to combat period poverty. So I thought that was really, truly amazing. And I was like, uh, United States, where are you at, <laughs> you know, and all the other yeah. countries that, you know, don't have that, um, don't have that, that opportunity. And so as someone who is advocating for all menstruators, I mean, what are your thoughts on this and do you, or, um, are you a part of any organizations that are helping to combat period poverty? Um, so my local college here, actually has a women's health center and something that's exciting is that they have 
free menstrual products available there. That's dope. So yeah. So what I tell people is get in touch with your local shelters and your local universities, see what they're doing. Because really, like you said, these are the two populations that we're looking out for. And it's tricky because obviously in my mind, my logical, I was like, oh, homeless, they just need a menstrual cup and it'll be so much easier. But if you don't have access to a bathroom or clean water or the ability to sterilize, I mean, that's so unrealistic. And so check in with your local shelters, see if they need those. I think sometimes when we think about things to donate, we don't always think about donating pads and tampons, but Mm -hmm. those are so needed. They're so needed. So I always encourage people like find out what's going on at your shelter, find out what's going on in your, your local college. I was so excited to hear that our university here in town does have those services available hard to get more reusable products like cups to donate to students because they at least have the ability to maintain, you know, and use those things. So. Right. And I also want to add that we are happy period. It's what it's called. We are happy period. It's a nonprofit, um, bridging access to menstrual health, safe products and breaking the stigma around periods. I've seen their founder, um, do amazing things. And I joined some of the events, um, where I've seen her like, um, on a panel. And so they're on Instagram at we are happy period. And if you guys are interested in just supporting an organization, doing all the things to help combat, um, period poverty, you should definitely check them out and support the amazing work that they are doing. So and they always have oh. great merch. Oh it's yeah. Like, so you're like, oh, I'll buy some of your merch. That's fine. <laughs> Let me help you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So you guys, we talked a lot today. April was such a great resource. Um, so what I heard and you know, how do you find the perfect period product? Go with whatever best fits your body and your budget, period. <laughs> That's, I mean, is yep. that pretty much what it is, April? Yes, and be informed. It's, I think my biggest message is just informed consent. Mm-hmm. That's all I want for everyone, you know, is that they know. They know what they're doing to their bodies in every area of this. And so I think with period products, that's really important. Yeah. And then definitely also connect with April. I'll be linking her information in the show notes. So definitely check her out and you can keep up with her. But before we end this show, I want to ask one question that I ask all our special guests that come on. And that is how do you flourish? I love this question. So right now I'm on hiatus from Instagram for like at least four weeks, maybe six. I love And that. it is the greatest. My email's on vacation mode. My Instagram is just sitting there empty for now. And I am thriving. I am flourishing right now. I'm taking a beat. I'm resting for a second. I am room. I'm thinking about all the things and coming up with, you know, plans for the fall and it's exciting. So I love that's that. How I, I take breaks. I respect like my body and I try to take breaks and my creativeness, just let it rest for a minute. You know, I love that girl. I was like trying to reach April. Y'all I was like, girl, you coming on the podcast or what is that <laughs> automatic vacation? Uh, mess- <laughs> I'm sorry to stress you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's, it's hilarious. But I mean, taking breaks is so necessary. That's, that's 
good for me to hear and for all of our listeners. So thank you so much for stopping by. Lots of good information, lots of good tips. I hope that this was helpful to you all that are listening. If you enjoyed today's episode on choosing the right menstrual product, please leave us a rating, a review, and share with a friend. I really appreciate all your support. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep flourishing.